Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 89. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to bring to you the best of social networking, whether it be stories about Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or even what's going on in our own lives. We've got some stuff to talk about this week. Fun stuff. Hey, I am so excited. Uh, let me ask you, Eric, see, if, see if, if you and I come to the same conclusion. In social media, there is, you know, we're talking about blogging, Facebook, and all this other stuff. In social media, what is one of the biggest conferences in this space? Um, let's see here. Blog World, is that one of them? The blog World is one of them. Let's see. You've got the... New is a New Media Expo still around or no? Well, actually, New Media Expo was purchased by Blog World. Okay, all right. So essentially, that is the same thing now. Yep. The, yeah, it's Blog World morphed and, into it. Yeah, Blog World and New Media Expo. Um, what's the other one? I'm missing and, it. And then there's South by Southwest. I would yes, say, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, but those are the big ones, right? Are they, I'm just wondering, are there any others? I mean, because, you know, you've got podcasts, which podcasts are, and trust me, I don't discount podcasts at all, and, and I'm a huge fan and advocate of podcasts, but when we talk about, like, big, prestigious, you know, conferences where people are actually, you know, forking over a lot of money just to attend these events, um, it, you know, and of course, you know, most inter- industries out there have these big conferences, Right. Right. Well, social media has one, and and so does podcasting, and and they used to be two different ones. You used to have the blog world, and then you had the new media expo, and it, it kind of rolled into one. Well, less than two weeks, or actually just about two weeks ago, I got an invitation to speak at Blog World and New Media Expo in New York City. Awesome. It is out of this world. I could not believe it. It was. It was just like I was like, "Wow!" And and it was specifically. It's a it's a session they're creating just for me and one other person. Uh, his name is Mike Rotman, and uh, we're both being invited to share a one hour session where we'll each be given twenty minutes to talk about our story. And of course, mine the the story they're interested in is how I turned a hot a, a podcast that I did as a hobby about a TV show into an online community that literally is is my full-time employment. So it is out of this world. I, I'm, I'm delighted to be able to share this story with the people who are going to be at Blog World, and not to mention the fact that, you know, podcast consulting and stuff like that is just, I mean, there's, you talk about a, a crowd that's ready for to, to take the plunge and go into podcasting. It's all a bunch of bloggers, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's out of this world. I'm so It's what delighted. they refer to as low hanging fruit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm already, I'm already, uh, I've, I've, that's actually in 12 days from today. Uh, on Tuesday, the 24th is when it starts, uh, May 24th. And by the way, I want to say this, um, social media meetup, uh, on Monday, May 23rd, I've already got five people from New York, you know, from the New York city area, 
uh, from the GSPN and Podcast Answer Man community that are meeting me at Bryant Park at 5.30 Monday night, and we're having a meetup, and we're going to go and hang out and explore the city together. And if I'm not mistaken, I think probably by Monday night, we'll probably have as many as 10 or 15 people signed up for the meetup. Sounds awesome. I wish I could go. So it is going to be amazing. I can't wait. So if anybody's interested in that, uh, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash BWE stands for Blog World Expo 2011 NYC. That's all one word. Podcastanswerman.com slash BWE 2011 NYC. And you can get the information about both the meetup and more information about my talk and when it is and stuff like that if you're interested. So now that's what's going on in my world. Let's talk about all these news stories you've got going on in here. I mean, just I, I'd never heard about Mark Zuckerberg getting the boot. I know. What's Facebook, this? Facebook kicked out, evidently kicked out Mark Zuckerberg from uh, Facebook. What's this? Is this a joke? <laughs> it's not a joke. I saw this yesterday and I thought, okay, this is going to be a really funny story to share. Basically, a guy in Indianapolis right near me, his literal name is Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, nice. He's an Indianapolis attorney and he has been, they have shut down his account because they keep thinking he's trying to play games or impersonate Mark Zuckerberg. But that's not the, that's not the case. I love that he's a lawyer, too, because this adds to this, because I, I know he's going to fight for this one. Yeah. All right. So uh, the, the lawyer, he, basically, he says that Facebook has said that he is, uh, they've said, they've, uh, Facebook has cited false identity as their reason for deleting his account. He doesn't understand why uh, such a large company can't figure out how to accommodate people with the same name. <laughs> a, co- a company that has what? 600 billion or 600, what is it? 600 million people or I don't even know what it is. Yeah. S- trillion. Yeah. So, so, so he, there can't be two Mark Zuckerbergs on Facebook. No. Uh, so, so, so what's the latest? Anything? I mean, is this brand new story? Is this just happened? What's going on? This, this story was posted on Wednesday. So yesterday. Okay. There's, it says here, uh, there's an update. Yeah. There's an update. What's the update say down here? Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking for the update. Uh, He doesn't clearly mark where the update is. A specific response to news eight's questions. Dave, we're in the process of reactivating the account and apologize for the mistake. Okay. So they did take care of it. Yeah. So they so basically they booted Mark Zuckerberg and they're bringing Mark Zuckerberg back online. I love the the, the last line of the story here is so you'll be able to friend the Indianapolis attorney again soon. He just asks that you remember one thing. He's the Zuckerberg with 350 or so friends, not the one with more than 4 million friends and millions of dollars. <laughs> that's hilarious i love that uh, i love that story good stuff good good stuff all right so tell us about the found photo over uh found after the tornado which i think i know all about this story because i saw it as it was happening Go yeah ahead. so this is where uh in the, in all the the weather related incidents that have happened lately people have been starting to uh post pictures on Facebook in hopes that they will be seen by their owners and be able to reclaim their, their material possessions. Right. And so, and we covered this story. I was actually invited as a guest on um, episode number three of Facebook this week that I talked about last week. 
And uh, I'll have a link to that in the show notes, by the way. But we covered this. Uh, it was, it's a girl named uh, Patty Bullion. And of course, uh, for those that don't know this, Alabama was uh, struck uh, with a 24-hour period of time. They had more than 200 tornadoes. I mean, that's crazy, right? So 200 tornadoes within a 24-hour period of time. And um, she she found a letter out in front of her house that was, you know, miles and miles and miles and miles away, like well over 100 miles away or something like that. Um, and so anyway, what happens was she got this idea. She goes, you know, there's these photos and she saw these people and she's like, you know what? I'm going to create a Facebook page and I'm going to post this online and I'm going to say, Hey, spread this around, share it. And you guys come and share anything that you find. You know, I know that people have lost pretty much everything and they would want, I I know that I would want this photo back. I would want this letter, you know, that, that my husband wrote me, you know, back or whatever the case may be. And so um, they created this Facebook page, more than a hundred thousand people, signed on as fans of this and here's the crazy thing people are giving their addresses to actually say please mail me this photo mm-hmm. that's my photo please send it to me here and they're giving in the people who are posting the picture say if this picture belongs to you please email me here's my email address that's yeah it's crazy how pe- people just won't think about of course if they're in a state of you know, there's, they've lost a bunch of stuff. They may not have a, they may not have an address to really worry about as far as privacy and the, yeah. it may be in flux, but well, that that's true. But still, I mean, I mean, is it, don't, I think everybody in Facebook now has Facebook messaging, right? And so can't, oh, yeah, yeah. can't you automatically, you know, quote unquote, Facebook message anybody that as long as you have their Facebook ID, I mean, couldn't I click on your profile and just send you a message, even if you and I weren't friends, right? So, if, it, it, so there, it depends on what the privacy setting is set at. Ah, okay. You okay. can do that, but it only if they've got it set to allow that. Right. Okay. Well, I was actually uh, researching this story uh, for um, uh, Facebook this week, and I, I keep wanting to call it "For the Win." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was on episode three of "For the Win." Uh, but no, um, uh, I was researching the story and it turns out that not many of these pictures are finding their homes because it, it is kind of, it's not, honestly, I don't think this is a great way to organize this uh, because, you know, your wall can only fit so many stories before you have to page down, page down, page down, page down. And I can't imagine every single person from the storm is going to go through and and happen to find a photo that belongs to them. Although, with that being said, while I was doing my research on the main page without even have to go dig too deep, too deep I did find somebody who had posted a photo of a what appeared to be a, a pretty young girl. She probably looked like she was in her mid-teens. And, um, you know, and, and the, you could tell that this had been battered and the person put on their, you know, their email address and stuff like that. And somebody says, hey, that girl is so-and-so and and uh, she happens to be a friend of mine's niece. And could you please send that photo to me? Here's my address. And gives out her full address. And she goes, well, I'm sure that, you know, she'll love to have this back. She goes, and, and the continuation of the story is the girl in the photo was actually killed in a car accident um, before prom or whatever. And And so this photo would mean even that much more to her aunt. And, um, so I mean, supposedly, I guess, you know, there, there's a, the optimist optimist me in me wants to believe that that's all real. 
you right. know, and, and stuff like that. But at the same time is faith. I mean, can you, is Facebook fan page? Do you think it's a really good way to organize something like this? Um, I mean, in terms of simplicity, possibly, I think maybe a better way might be to have done like a WordPress blog site of some sort, but then, but then you're going into, you know, you got to install it. You got to do this. You got to put on a right theme. You got to allow different things. I mean, it's, with Facebook, the system's already there to do it, you know. Yeah, well, the system's there to post it and 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 stuff like that. Here's 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 my other thing is that um, you know, there's there's a video, you know, we'll link to it on the Mashable to the Mashable story, but there's a video very professionally done, right? It's called yeah. Portraits from a Storm, and it was put together by Red Cross. So Red Cross put some money into promoting this thing. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, there's got to be, you know, if if Res, if Red Cross is going to support this. Man, what kind, and there's a hundred thousand people that jumped on this thing like almost immediately. Think about this as an opportunity, and 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 I'm I'm talking to you know would be entrepreneurs out there. You know, a friend a friend of mine actually just is get is just launching a brand new site called um, uh, let's see, Lost and Found yeah, Lost and Found Pets America dot com. So again, it's Lost and Found Pets America dot com and uh one of her desires is to be the first place that people go to to look for uh found or to post about found pets and to look for lost pets and she actually wants to become a first responder for for these relief organizations to to have people you know come to this site to to do this right so um anyway the same thing what about lost and found photos america yeah, because I mean, obviously, this isn't the first tornado that's happened that's blown photos all over, you know, an entire region. Um, th- I mean, and and I'm telling you, I, I think there's a, a way you could do this through a, a database of tagging, you know, photos of girls, photos of this photos, you know, things found in the photo. So you could actually you could let people and, and that's the thing. You could let people say, you know what, I'm looking at this photo and I and, and I'm, for example, I'm looking at a photo of a dog right now. Um, I could say, you know, out, you know, here's a tag outdoors dog, um, you know, brown and white or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I bet you there there's an opportunity there for somebody to create a website that would become the go to place for this type of thing that would actually be far superior to uh, to that of a Facebook fan page. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, but it's still interesting story and uh, very, very cool stuff. All right, what's next? Let's see. Next up, we have Facebook has updated the auto-suggest for friends for tagging uh, in status updates and comments. Uh, What this means is, you know how you can tag people when you are using Facebook and you're going to go in and you're like, at... Cliff Ravens and it starts to show you different people and you can select them and tag them. Yes. You now don't need to put the at symbol. You just start typing their name. You start typing their name and it'll start to auto suggest people. Right. And you can do that in status updates and in comments. So let me ask you, what are your feelings about this? Have you seen it starting to happen already? Yeah, I actually tried it out. And what do you think about it? I like it. I like it a little bit, but it's kind of awkward um, I just recently commented on somebody's thing and I said, you know, I said, Hey, 
you know, uh, like let's just say, hey, Eric, thank you very much for blah, 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 blah. But it, it kind of seems like it kind of takes away the casual conversation feel because now it'll if I choose to let it do that, it'll say, hey, Eric J. Fisher, thank you so much. <laughs> it's It like throws in your full name and it's really, really awkward when you're commenting back to somebody who happens to have um, like that whole first name, uh, last name, then married name, you know, maiden name slash hyphen uh, married name. Right. It's like, hi, Joanne, Rosanna, Dana, Donna, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's, you've got this like five, there are five names in this, this little tiny comment field. But the thing about this is, is you can edit that. Oh, you can edit the... Like, for example, I just went to your wall. Okay. And I went in and, and uh, you started talking about starting my full starting my full day of live podcasts. Then I went down after Brent Green liked it and I wrote, thanks for this, Cliff. And it brought up oh. your full name, but then I deleted Ravenscraft and Cliff is still there and I can still click on Cliff and it takes me right to your profile. All right, so... I am going to do Eric Fisher and just take think that is cool Eric. Okay, never mind. I I I withdraw my objection. Overruled. <laughs> All right, that's so very cool. We can start tagging people without the at symbol. Good yes. stuff. All right, what's next? Let's see. Next we have cuz I need to go to the show notes tab. There it is. Uh, oh, we're going to, good news, good news. And I completely did not see, did you, do you have a copy of this email? Cause I have, I sent you my copy, but if you don't have it up, I'll just pull it. I have it somewhere. Yes. Copy of, Facebook. uh, Facebook ultimately notification yes. complaint. Yep. Yes. Uh, I, I had not fully read one of the responses I had received from Facebook themselves, uh, in my, in my attempt to, get rid of the community page that has much more followers than my official page for work, um, which I manage. I, they, they responded and they, they said, you know, thanks for bringing this to our attention. You're reporting a community page. Community page is not intended to represent the voice of a brand public figure organization, but rather to serve as the best collection of shared knowledge. Basically they want a place where when people are liking things, it's going to go and connect to versus just being, non-existent. And, and I can understand that to an extent, but my complaint was, well, what if I'm the official, you know, manager of this brand on your service and you're propping up this other dummy site pulling from Wikipedia? That doesn't make any sense to me if I have an official presence, you know what I mean? So, but one of the things I did not see in the email or read most carefully (laughs) was, uh, down a little bit further, they say, we are developing a process for authorized representatives of a brand or organization with an official page to claim community pages covering the same topic. The community page will be shut off and its users migrated to the official page controlled by the brand or organization. Nice. So they plan on doing it and that makes me feel a whole lot better. Well, it makes sense. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, obviously you and I have talked about, you know, this, 
you know, this complaint over the last couple of weeks and just yeah. how frustrating it is and how it actually even got me to the point where it's like, you know what, I'm just done with pages altogether. <laughs> I'm just going to get rid of them for now until I have a time to focus on a strategy. Uh, whereas if it wasn't for all this stuff, I probably would have never went through all that trouble. So um, I, I think they're probably, if, if you and I are upset about this and they have right. how many millions of users, I imagine they're getting a lot of complaints about these uh, community pages mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear this. I'm, I'm happy and I'm happy to hear that they're going to take all the people who like those community pages and immediately transfer them over to your existing page. That yeah. is awesome. Because, and in there, at first I thought, well, is that fair to those people? And then I thought, wait a sec, no, they intended to like the real thing and they got stuck with a FACO brand, you know? Yep. So that's going to be really awesome for me. I'll see a nice near 3,000 plus bump in my official page that I'm monitoring and managing. So that is awesome. Very cool. All right. Out soon, Facebook. All right. So Facebook sued over minors use of the like button. Yes. Well, right. we're aware, we're aware of the age limits on Facebook, right? Where you well, have to be a certain age. 13, right? So to speak. Yeah. No one under 13 can create a Facebook account. That doesn't mean you can't lie and do it anyway. But uh, any account holder between 13 to 17 have limits on what ads are shown to them. But that doesn't have anything to do with the like button out in other websites. Mm-hmm. And so what they're essentially saying here is um, they're, they're getting sued for the like button being able to be clicked on by people without any kind of age restriction. Okay, so, so effectively what does this... So, so they haven't changed anything. They're just suing to, make, to get a change. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, basically it's a, it's a father in New York... Uh, and it's a class action lawsuit, and he wants Facebook to be on the hook for essentially what he says is, is for them not obtaining a parent or guardian's authorization before allowing minors to like a brand on the network. Oh, so I, I mean, I think it's a little bit blown out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I will tell you personally, um, my, we have a child in our home. I won't say who, who, uh, wanted, uh, a Facebook page. I had told them that once we had an opportunity to sit down and, and talk that I would have no problem with them doing that. Obviously all three of my children under the age of 13, mm-hmm. but, uh, there were going to be, you know, I, there were going to be certain stipulations and I was going to work it out to where this, this child of mine would have this. Well, unfortunately this child, uh, made a decision to try to sign up with an account behind my back under a fake name. Mm. And unfortunately for this child, uh, stayed logged in on my MacBook Air. Oh. <laughs> and so I found this page and, and profile and, uh, and it had just been set up. And what's amazing is it reconfirmed my, my hesitation to allow it. And in fact has caused me to now say, you know what? no. I'm not ready yet. You're you're not ready. Well, obviously you're not ready because you you tried to do it behind my back. Yeah. And uh, and this this particular child in our household is grounded from all technology for one month. So uh, as a result of doing that, but here's the situation. Um, 
this child of mine had connected with several friends from school. And uh, so had some friends on there. I was in there. Um, I was in there for a few minutes and browsing around to see what friends they had connected to. And I was browsing around those photos. And guess what I found? I found photos of fellow students with the actual name of their school, the mascot of their school, and everything on the t-shirt. So they were wearing a t-shirt that they had purchased from our my my child's elementary school. And so here you, and this of course is one of the things that I would have certainly told my kids not to do is that, listen, you can't, you can't talk about your school. You can't say the name of your school. You don't want to say the mascot. You don't want to, you don't, you obviously wouldn't even want to have a photo of yourself that would point to what school you go to, right? We, we don't want people to be able to track you down. Well, the thing is, is if you connect to friends at your school who do those things, well, it doesn't take too long for somebody who's who becomes a super creepy stalker of elementary kids schools uh, or kids on Facebook to actually stalk them and then to start finding who those who that person's friends are. And if my son or daughter is friends with that person to immediately add that to the list of people. Uh, young kids that that person would stalk. And so I know I'm being, there's a part of me that says, you know, Cliff, you're just being a little over paranoid here. But you know what? There's another part of me that says, well, you know what? Facebook says that you're not supposed to be on here until you're 13 anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't see any reason why you need to be on here before then. You know, all three of my kids are on Twitter and I've, and I find that to be far more secure and, and easier for me to moderate than that. And I just don't like all this tagging and stuff that's going on. I, and, and when my kids are 13, I still am going to question whether or not they're going to have the self-discipline to maintain the level of, of precautions in what they share and who they connect with and, and how those friends are connected to them and could lead back to them. Oh yeah. So I, I hate, I, I definitely don't want to be a parent that puts my kid in a bubble, but at the same time, I'm looking to protect my kids. And so you're, you're, you're actually approaching it from the perspective of, I want to educate you. So you're aware of the pros and cons. And so they, your child actually placed themselves in the bubble. They had the opportunity to sit down and talk with you about setting it up and jump the, you missed the boat on that one. Yeah. And in and, and all fairness to this child, I had promised that we, that, you know, this was going to happen. And there was one time where I said, listen, we will do it this Sunday. And that Sunday came and went and it never did happen. You know, of course they didn't, they didn't ask, you know, Hey, can we do it now? Uh, but it, they asked, you know, a week, you know, like eight days later, it's like, we were going to do that last Sunday. It's like, yeah, but we're, let's sit down. Cause you know, the, it's not just let's sit down and do it. Let's sit down and have this long, probably at least an hour to two hour conversation about all the details. Right. And, and so the, but one of the reasons it kept getting put off is because when I started thinking about all the things I wanted to share and, and when you get down to think about it, I just don't think that Facebook is a very secure place for kids. And and th- at this point, I'm at the point now where uh, my confirmation was made that, you know, and, and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't the disobedience that did that. Obviously, uh, the disobedience really is, a, is for, in my mind, it's a separate issue. 
But the just the fact that in the very, you know, the 20 minutes that my child had an account, she, okay, uh, they were immediately connected with a friend at school who easily within, you know, seven clicks of a button immediately tells you where my child goes to school. Right. Not, not acceptable. And, and it completely changed my mind on the subject. So not, not, not even with education, do I think my kids should be on there prior to age 13. <laughs> if anything, I, I think this is just a reminder of something my good friend DG Hollum says is, you know what, if the law says 13, then by golly, teach your kids the value of, of adhering to the law. So there you go. All righty. So Facebook adds photo tagging for pages. You just now, <laughs> <laughs> as you're typing this into the show notes. Uh, yeah. What, so what's this one? All right. I'm and th- and we're gonna go straight to the Facebook's mouth. Uh, s- starting today, people have the ability to tag pages in their photos on Facebook the way they can tag friends. So if I happen to be a community like a uh, public figure. And I, and here's the situation, you know, I got the, you know, facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm still under 5,000 friends. And so, you know, it's easy to tag me in photos. But at one point, you know, when I get to the, that level, I, I, and they turn on the ability to take my thing over to, um, a, you know, a Facebook fan page, then I could become like a public figure. I could become, you know, what a, a brand, whatever the, the option is, the thing is, is I lose the ability to be tagged in photos, but that's not the case anymore. Not anymore. So very cool. So actually, if I happen to be on the campus of Indiana Wesleyan University and somebody takes a photo of me, I can tag Indiana Wesleyan University in the photo. Right. Nice. Cool. That's a good addition. I'm glad I'm glad to hear about that. Yeah. And, and there's some different ways that I, I think it can be used, but... I don't necessarily feel like brands should now go out and find pictures of themselves in it <laughs> and tag themselves in it like, hey, here I am. I'm a Coke bottle. I'm, <laughs> I'm a Coke, Coke brand bottle. Fish, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Could you imagine being, you know, being employed at, you know, $60,000 a year by Coca-Cola to look for Facebook photos with a Coke can in it and then yeah. go and tag, <laughs> they tag their Facebook fan page in it? You know what? Though? Oh, that's hilarious. There's almost some smart kind of thing about that God. of doing, you know, I could see them doing, I could see somebody doing that. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm t- and I could see somebody being paid 60 grand a year to do it by a big it's, brand. It, and the title would be Facebook, Coca-Cola. <laughs> Facebook photo tagger. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook uh, fan page, Coke bottle Photo tagger. There you go. See, the, the unemployment level just dropped. Yes. Significantly. Insignificantly, maybe. But anyway, there we go. So photo tagging for your Facebook fan pages. Totally awesome stuff. All right. Discuss. Now, yes. I don't know anything about the story, but I am a user of Discuss commenting plugin on all my WordPress sites. Please tell me this is something cool. Okay. I, I had thought you were still on Intense Debate. No, I never did move over to Intense Debate. Okay. Well, this is cool then. And this is actually especially cool because you're using Discuss. And the way this works is that much like how when people go and comment, I mean, basically, okay, let's, let's back up here. I'm getting ahead of myself. Discuss is a plugin for blogs. Uh, and you, you, it basically takes over the commenting system with a much more robust set of features. 
Well, one of the new features is now you can do the at mentions. So if you respond to somebody's comment, or especially if somebody just commenting in general and posts that comment to Twitter from Discuss, that at symbol will take on a whole new life because it will become an at mention on Twitter. All right. I am talking about Discuss allowing me to tag at Eric J. Eric J. Fisher here in this comment. All right. Actually, on episode, what is the 089 of social media, let's see, media serenity. All right. So now if I do that, post it as Cliff Ravenscraft. Okay. And let's see. Did it go? Um, did it send a Twitter? It says, uh, I am doing this at Eric J. Fisher. Now, the thing I noticed is it doesn't, hi- it doesn't automatically hyperlink your at Eric J. Fisher, unfortunately. So check your Twitter account and see if it posted in your at replies. And uh, it's not in my time stream on Twitter. Do you get notified of this? I don't see it yet. And this may be something they're not rolling out yet. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 it is. It Us is. in our live testing. I, no, did it bring up options? Yeah, like, did no, no, it, no, it did. It, it did. Because if I type in at, it says, okay. okay, so this is a, and then I'm just going to just type in at, error. if I do at and then another letter, it get, it says, okay, what are you tagging here? So I'm going to try okay. this again. Eric, J, you know what? I didn't choose. It, it, it brought up... Um, uh, discuss by default. So maybe I need to click on at Eric J. Fisher on Twitter. <gasps> oh, I think I might have got it. This is a test, a test, test for Eric J. Fisher. Now I'm going to hit post. And that time, oh, and that time, expand his profile. So now, yes, when I click it up, now it says not found. Hmm. Oh, because I typed in your name wrong. <laughs> Crap. All right. Uh, test <laughs> number three uh, for at E R I K J F I S H E R. And then I click on the Twitter one and then post. There we go. Now, if I click on it, it brings up, oh, it brings up Eric J. Fisher and it says that I'm following you. It shows me how many tweets, it shows me your most recent tweet, and it can t- click me through to your profile. Now I'm going to go to my profile again, and I still it doesn't show on mine. But now, if you check your at replies, do you yeah, see that? Uh, I do, and it's from a Twitter account called Discuss underscore Mentions. <gasps> That's awesome. It says Eric J. Fisher, you were mentioned in a conversation here, and yes. it's got a Discuss tiny URL. I click it, takes me back to where you made the comment. And I'm and I just now went to twitter.com slash discuss underscore mentions. And of course I can see, you know, a, a bunch of other this is I like this. So the yeah. So I ideally like what this. this is doing is this it is bringing back like the like the title of the article says, discuss ads at mentions to bring the users back. This and that's the goal. Bring the people back to the blog post. To continue the discussion. No, but here's here's where this is cool. All right, this is where this is totally awesome because it's not just bringing the commenters back. But here's the situation, Eric. Here, okay, you you just listened to my podcast or read my blog post, and you just put this really lengthy 
comment in here and I want to respond to you, but I tell you what, I know somebody who would definitely love to hear everything that you just, or would love to read everything you wrote, see my response and would, and there are three people I know that would add a ton of value to this conversation who, who number one, hasn't heard the podcast episode or read the blog post yet, but man, I would love for them to participate in this conversation. So I, so Eric, you just responded. Now I go in, Hey, Eric, that's great. You know what? I think that at Andy Traub, you know, choose Twitter mm-hmm. at, uh, Justin Luca, Luca Savage, you know, or, uh, yeah, I think he's Justin or is he coach radio t- TV? Anyway, he's probably uh, past both. due past due. You're right at past due. And you know, and, and then I can just do a couple ads and what it does is it would it would notify them it's like hey cliff's saying that you know there's something here click back and and that would be a great way to introduce them into this conversation i love this yep now daniel says wait wouldn't that be like facebook tag spam and in what i'm saying right there no, I don't think it would be like Facebook tag spam because what Facebook tag spam is when I actually do a post that has absolutely nothing to do with you and I'm not talking about you and I could care less about you. I just wanted to actually tag you so that you would click through and read my thing. That's one thing. But if I'm actually saying, hey, at Andy Traub, hey, at Past Due, hey, at Eric J. Fisher, hey, at The Ramen Noodle, guys, please read this and let me know what you think. You know, yeah, and and you're not gonna, and the reason that it's not, it, I think people would consider it spam. Those people would consider it spam if it wasn't from you. It was from some unknown, right? Yes, it, I mean, there's potential. Yes, this this could potentially be used for spam, uh, but but the thing is, is you could you could do. I could type in at Eric J Fisher all day long anyway, and and tag exactly. You. You know, so yeah. it's 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 not providing any additional functionality, but what it is doing is it's making it very easy. And wh- here's here's the okay, this is another thing I love about it because that's that's what I wanted to see. It's like okay, so it showed up in your at replies, but how did it do it? It did it under discuss underscore mentions. I love this because I could be I could potentially say, you know what? Oh, I know Eric would be great to bring into this. Chris Biting would be great to bring into this. You know, and so and so would be great to bring. And Stephanie, oh my goodness, Stephanie, how many times people comment on something that her and I talk about together on Family from the Heart? And and this is a great way for me to do at full time mom and uh-huh. and bring and then she gets that note of, and she comes in and she starts I, this right here. I guarantee you, Stephanie will begin to. It full be more fully engaged in the comments on our on our site than she is now because all all the notifications of comments come to me, but if I can tag her in these, she's going to get at replies and it's going to link her back to the comments and she's going to say, oh, I'd like to comment back to you as well. This is she doesn't awesome. have to search it out, and track it down. I I'm excited about this. I am excited about this. I like it. I like it a lot. And yeah, I didn't know about it until just now. When did this come out? Um, recently. It was within the past couple days. That's awesome. I love so. it. Thank you very much for that. No problem. Thank, and thank you, Discuss. Uh, no, more, no more thoughts of going to intense debate. Yeah. Although I haven't thought about that in quite some time. I've been happy <laughs> with Discuss. All right. Twitter updates mobile Twitter, and it now works more like an app. Okay. Well, I'm going to pull this baby up. All right. So tell uh, me. It's tell not me there yet. It. Don't go try it out. All right. 
I don't want you to sit there and try it out three or four times and have it not work. All right, what's going uh, on? Because I tried it already. Um, basically, what they've done is they've taken the m.twitter.com uh, mobile site, and what they're going to do is make it function like the twitter.com or the, the Twitter for iPhone or mobile, whatever apps. So it's going to so, be a web app. Yeah, it's going to look like a web app. And to be honest, that they needed to do this because I hate when I'm in something and I want to tweet or go look at a tweet or whatever, and I'm in an app either on the phone or the iPad, and it brings up the mobile site, but the mobile site's ugly and doesn't have me logged in, and it's like, ah, forget it. Yeah. So with this, it'll work a whole lot better. I like that. I like the idea. I mean, the the current mobile site is not attractive and and no. not intuitive. So it's it is like the equivalent of Twitter, the old Twitter. Yeah. And it's still around, so I just I don't get it. But anyway, it's going to be a more consistent. I mean, it'll literally be a consistent look and feel on the mobile web for Twitter, regardless of if you're on a smartphone of whatever type or on a feature phone. Right. Very very cool. All right, Twitter for Mac updates. So what's new for Twitter for Mac? Anything I should be interested in? This is brand new this morning. Just saw it and I downloaded it and tried it and it has it where you can see multiple timelines at once. Okay. You can, uh, let's see, they're saying it track actions more quickly and easily. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Okay. But it, it supposedly just, uh, we've improved the design of direct messages, making it easier to view a conversation. Um, so basically you, stick with TweetDeck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still use it. To be honest, because I'm using TweetDeck at work for work, I use Twitter for Mac for personal. I gotcha. So some of these updates are pretty cool. I mean, you can have multiple timelines open now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it you can do auto user. The username and a hashtag autocomplete is now in there. So that's good. Um, but anyway, I mean, Twitter for Mac is is pretty good. It's It's like... Tweety for Mac used to be, but better. That's awesome. Very cool. And uh, do we have one more story? I think. I think it's you. Oh, okay. It, it's just the last thing. That, um, I was on Facebook uh, this week. I had mentioned that in the front of the show. Uh, cool thing about it, though, and uh, things that that are exciting for me is is that um, I told you. You know, one one of my goals. This is something that not everybody knows. But uh, there are a few goals that I have uh, in in my own personal uh, and business life that I that I have uh, put out there. One of those was to uh, have the opportunity to uh, meet Dan Miller and to get to interview him on one of my podcasts. That was like a dream slash goal of mine. And uh, you know he he was he's been such an inspiration to me in so many different areas of my business and even in my personal life. And uh, not only did that become a reality, not only did I get to meet meet and talk with him and personally thank him and tell him, you know, how he's influenced uh, some of my success uh, and interview him on my podcast, not just once, but more than once. Not only that, but he's interviewed me on several of his stuff, talks about me all the time. He's become a client and a close personal friend, and I've been invited to speak on his cruise and some amazing things have even happened as a result of that. So, so that one dream down. Now, another dream that I didn't have, like I didn't have spoken, never told anybody about it, but would be to be invited by, you know, to, to speak at blog world, you know, blog world, you know, or at the time it was actually, you know, new media expo. 
But, um, you know, I thought it would be cool to have that on our eyes, but I didn't want to actually put that one out there. I didn't want, if it ever happened, I wanted it to be happened as a result of me being asked, not because I was trying to get my way into it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So that, so that's a dream that's come true. So, so there's, there's only one more left. And so I'm gonna have to start thinking of some more dreams, uh, cause, cause they're, they're all coming true. And this one is the third one is I want to meet and talk with Leo Laporte, um, at, on a significant level to explain to him how, how much he's been an inspiration to me and how, you know, you know, just what's gone on. And I would love, and this is the, I mean, this is the big part of the dream. I would love to be interviewed on one of Leo's podcasts to talk about how it was, you know, me following him and then, you know, starting a podcast about a hobby and to tell the GSPN story and podcast answer my own story and how this is my full-time career now. I would love to have that opportunity to do that on one of Leo's shows. Um, you know, first I have to stop being so uh, so disagreeing every time he says podcasting is dead and he's making $4 million a year in advertising. <laughs> but, uh, but still, that's a dream of mine. So Dane Golden used to be Leo's business partner. He's, I think he started out as an intern, then he became business partner. And I don't know why Dane left Twit. I don't. I have no clue. I never asked Dane, uh, but, but for whatever reason, Dane's no longer at Twit anymore. Uh, and so he started Hey.com. He's, he's, uh, and and w- one of the things is Dane's, over all the years of being with Twit, he's always, he was always setting up all these interviews for Leo, setting up all the co-hosts, and, and speakers that are going to be on all the various shows. And uh, Denise Howe has a show. She's she's actually does a show every week. Um, she's got more than, she might even be close to 200 episodes of This Week in Law. Uh, so she's, she's very connected to Leo. And uh, Dane did episode three of Facebook This Week, had Denise Howe on there. And she also, and he also had Mari Smith, who is very, very well known in the Facebook marketing community. And I almost yeah. felt weird being on on uh, Facebook this week with Mari Smith on there, knowing that I just <laughs> went through and deleted all of my fan pages. Right. Uh, so I'm glad that that didn't come up. But anyway, so this being on episode three of Facebook this week was for the win as well, because it's it's one step closer. The degree of separation between me and Leo Laporte had already been broken down to just one anyway. Uh, it actually, I've actually talked with Leo in the past, but he wouldn't know me from anybody else. And he did, he certainly didn't know, you know, my background and where I was, but I did get the ch- a chance to talk with him briefly about microphones years ago, but this is taking me one step closer to that goal. And, and I just wanted to share that. I, I think it's pretty awesome. And if anybody's interested in hearing the episode where I was on with Dane Golden, Denise Howell of This Week in Law, uh, Mari Smith of, uh, well, of, Facebook uh, expertise fame and myself. It, it, it was fun. It was uh, Facebook this week, episode number three, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. Good stuff. Fun stuff, man. See, it, it, dreams come true through social media. Oh, title. There you go. Title. There we go. I'm trying to figure out why my music's not playing. I've clicked the button two or three times. There we go. I was going to start humming. <laughs> you can hum this. Anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Social Media Serenity in social media where dreams do come true. <laughs> and, uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh, Eric, where can people find you online? Uh, the best place to find me is on Twitter, which is at Eric 
that J Fisher, Eric with a K, the letter J, F I S H E R. Very cool. And it looks like we're ending just in time because you're starting to crackle, snap, and pop. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys. Uh, if you want to support the content and community of gspn.tv, head over to gspn.tv slash plus and learn how you can be a, become a plus member that allows us to make these shows available each and every week. And then uh, that's pretty much it. We'll talk to you soon. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community. 